Here's how to break down any argument in seven simple steps. Welcome to Critical Thinking Scan, where we look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Engler, and today I'm going to share rule two of three critical thinking rules that I found personally invaluable as a Christian student at Secular University and which apply to any Christian in secular classrooms and culture. Now, rule two is when you hear a message that might challenge your faith, break that message down and think critically about its pieces. And there's a system to help you do that called the seven checks of critical thinking based on the tools that helped me respond to persuasive but unbiblical messages at university. So let's look at an overview of these seven checks. Number one is check scripture. God's word is our authority for truth because God is the only one who's always been there, who knows everything, who cannot lie, and who reveals the big picture of reality to us through the Bible. That's why the Bible is the foundation for our thinking in every area. So when you hear a message that challenges your faith, the first question to ask is, how does this message compare with what God's word already says? That's check number one. Check two is check the challenge. Sometimes as you compare a message against scripture, you realize that it doesn't challenge your faith so much as your ideas about your faith. So you can ask, does this message conflict with a foundational doctrine in scripture, like the historical existence of Adam? Or does it challenge something negotiable, like the number of magi who visited Jesus? Next, check number three is check the source. Ask, who's telling this message? How credible are they? Are they an expert in a relevant field? What's their starting point? God's word or man's word? And could they have other motives for saying this? Then, the fourth check is to check the definitions used for any keywords in the message. Remember, a lot of words have multiple meanings or mean different things to different people. So when I heard certain words like person or science or evolution, I always found it helpful to think about how that word was being used and whether its meaning subtly switched during the course of the message. The fifth check is check for propaganda. Propaganda is anything that tries to persuade by appealing to something besides logic, like emotions or aesthetics, or people's psychological drive to be accepted by others. So all you have to do to catch propaganda is ask, why does this message sound true? Is it trying to persuade based on logic or on something else? Then check six is to check for interpretations. Some parts of a message might be facts that we can observe in the present with the scientific method. That's observational science. But other parts of the message might be interpretations of those facts based on assumptions about the past, which we can't directly observe right now in the present. And that's historical science. So to separate fact from interpretation, I always found it helpful to ask, well, what are the assumptions behind this message? And what's another way to explain the same observations from a biblical perspective? Finally, step seven is to check the logic. At this point, you will have already caught many potential fallacies in a message, but there could still be other flawed logic lurking behind those facts. For example, maybe there's an either or fallacy, which presents only two options when another may also be possible. Like either Christians are ignorant or they're liars, or maybe there's another option. Or there's also arguments by faulty analogy, where two things are being compared, but they have an important difference between them. 
For instance, I once heard a professor say that teaching kids about Jesus was like telling them about Santa Claus. But there is a big difference between telling a fable about Santa, who parents know is a fairy tale, and teaching kids a worldview based on historically verifiable events. So it's helpful to ask, are there any other errors in reasoning that should make me think twice before believing this message? So those are the seven checks to help you break down a message, which is rule number two of critical thinking. For more on how to think critically about any face-challenging message, you can access my other CT scan videos packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helped me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.